Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the, po- on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's back from her vacation. <laughs> it's Ashley Pickle. Hi. Hi. Uh, you got vacation, you got but... some pottery this weekend. I did. It's Where on is the it? Desk. Oh, you <laughs> me grab it. Hold on. Yeah, there might be a little bit of coffee remnants in there. Um, but yeah, when I showed up, so. Yeah, here. We, yeah, get a good shout-out here. When I went home on uh, Friday after the show, my mom says she walks up and she has this gift bag, and she's so excited for it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And so, anyway, the art teacher at my mom's elementary Look school made this Duchess of the Door coffee cup for me. How cool is that? Very cool. thought it was Did awesome. she put it in a kiln? Uh, I think the word kiln <laughs> is fun. I like the word kiln. Well, I'm happy you got to say that. But yeah, shout yes. out Miss Christy Foley for making very that. Cool. Um, very cool. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Today is Tuesday, April 27th, 2021. It is 212 days till Thanksgiving, episode 1153. This is the Ross Wolf episode. Um, on today's show, my friends, we are going to talk with William Wilkerson coming up here in just a moment about his article up on TexasFootball.com about which Texas high school football recruit he would pick to start his team with, his 2022 recruit. So we'll talk about that. In the back half of the show, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we did this weekend, about our trip to Lano, uh, to Lano. Um, to um, to the Texas High School Barbecue State Championships. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of content over the course of the, the week mm-hmm. on this, but we'll kind of give you our, our, our first this impressions. Is a sneak peek. Yeah. Our first impressions. And we'll hear from the president of the Texas High School Barbecue, Texas High School Barbecue Incorporated. Right. It's a 501c3, mm-hmm. uh, but they run the Texas 
barbecue competitions, high school barbecue competitions, uh, Chuck Schoenfeld, who was our very, very gracious host uh, while we were down there in Lano. Uh, so we'll hear from him coming up there at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was uh, Allison Brown, Rob Hadaway, Tony Blaylock, and Mike Herda said, listening from the quantum of the seas cruise ship out of Singapore. So, uh... We're so wait, 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 our faces wait, 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 are wait wait wait, <laughs> wait 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 so not only here's the funny thing okay so he's on a boat yes it's out of Singapore so uh-huh. different country but also he is technically like not in a country right now at all no, international he's on, waters he's in international waters dude you can do whatever you want I was like there are like there are no rules no rules in international waters oh man. And You're living that maritime dream. And while he's doing that, he's listening to our mediocre podcast. Like, what this a is true what fan. This is what I'm talking about when I say global reach. <laughs> we not only want to go to Singapore, we want to go off the shores of Singapore. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, water. Thanks for tuning in. That's like the cool. I got it. Yeah, I had to. Sh- That's like the coolest tune in message we've gotten. Okay. Very, very I'm cool. Good with Thanks for that. doing that. Uh, uh, Texasfull.com slash subscribe. If I look tired. <laughs> it's because I am. Um, that is because I've been up late working on the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Please do not make my death be in vain. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to get your 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed directly to you before it hits newsstands. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe, including Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast. You get... Predictions for every Texas high school football game. Uh, you get, uh, what else? You get rankings of every Texas high school football team. All sorts of great stuff. A lot of great stuff for insiders only, including uh, Matt Sepp's weekly This Week in Texas High School Football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get our access to our small college uh, power rankings. All sorts of great stuff. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle, I don't know about you. Kind of feels like, oh, no. No! Do we not have the video? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I bet I can get it. Ha! Go. It's... Pickle, I don't know about you. <laughs> feels like it's getting hot in here. <laughs> yeah, hot take Tuesday. Tuesday, where we invite a member of the Dave Campbell's Texas football staff to hop on with us and uh, defend their hottest take of the week. Uh, and we go to the hotline pickle to bring in uh, the digital director of Dave Campbell's Texas football and texasfootball.com. If you like texasfootball.com, it is this man's, uh, this man's uh, to his credit. And if you don't like it, blame pickle. We are joined <laughs> by the, uh, the no longer single William Wilkerson. Hello, William. But still ready to mingle. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I just want to make sure. First and foremost, I don't know if I've talked to you in person. I guess not in person, but on the phone uh, since uh, the nuptials. But congratulations. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. If anybody knows of any divorce attorneys, oh, um, wow. I'm already ready to get oh, this wow. over with. So just, just let me know. Moving uh, quick. Wow. Okay. Moving quick. Um, <laughs> yes. Still uh, ready to mingle. Oof, boy. <laughs> Do not. Uh, I really hope she is in the other room or out of the house. Um, okay. <laughs> You've got a piece up on TexasFootball.com about the 2022 recruit that you would start 
your team with. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's draft season. The NFL draft is coming up here this weekend, and so people are thinking about franchise players and, and who they want to take. Um, I think there's there's a notion that uh, mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, especially in this class, 2022 is mm-hmm. an outstanding quarterback class. Uh, that that some people might say I'm gonna grab I'm gonna grab Quinn Ewers or I'm gonna grab mm-hmm. uh, Kate Klubnik. You have zigged when they zag. Who is the 2022 recruit that you would start your team with? It's Kelvin Banks, the five-star offensive tackle out of uh, Humble Summer Creek. Um, I know that if people knew that if people read this uh, this piece, um, which they should, um, it's by a terrible human being, but you know, you just for argument's sake. Uh, click on it so we can get the click. Um, I just think that he is uh, a one-of-a-kind specimen. Um, he is one of two five-stars that we have on TexasFootball.com uh, rated um, in the 2022 class. Um, behind Quint Ewers, he's number two. Uh, he's 6'5", uh, a solid 300 pounds, 6'10 wingspan. He's got plenty of room to grow um, in the weight room, I got the opportunity to see him in person at the Next Level Athlete Texas Top 100 Showcase that we had in Houston um, at the beginning of 2020, um, and it was unbelievable uh, watching this kid in one-on-one drills. Um, and one-on-one drills don't tell the whole story, um, but whenever you put on his film and you see what he can do with pads on, it's the same thing. Uh, you cannot get by this guy. Um, so I just wanted to go against the grain a little bit. I think the easy choice and probably the smart choice, if I'm being honest, would, would be to take one of those quarterbacks. Um, as you had mentioned, Tep, this quarterback class in 2022 is out of this world uh, with the likes of Ewers and Klubnik and uh, Wegman and uh, Nick Evers. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, you could choose any of those guys. And there are other offensive linemen uh, that I mentioned in the story, Cam Dewberry, um, being one of those um, from Atascacita. So um, you had plenty of guys to choose from, but I'm going to stick with Kelvin Banks. He's the best player that I've seen, um, um, you know, in, in person, uh, even better than Quinn Ewers, um, in my opinion. Um, and I know that's not going to be a popular opinion, but that's that's what I'm going to go with. It's certainly a hot take because there are some recruiting uh, outlets out there who will have Quinn Ewers as not just the best player in the state of Texas, but sure. also the best player. Some people have him as the top player in the nation mm-hmm. uh, at, 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 in any state anywhere uh, in America. Uh, but at the same time, you know, look, I, I think that there there is an argument here. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to roast you. I don't know if that's exactly the choice that I would make, but I'm not <laughs> going to roast you simply because how many teams do you see out there? Uh, at any level, whether it's the high school level, the college level, the pro level, who are undone by a lack of protection off the edge, uh, a lack of uh, but not having that guy who can protect the edge at Texas or rather uh, at, uh, at, uh, at the tackle spot. So no doubt. I think that when you take a look at Quinn Ewers, I, I, I want to be very clear. You're not necessarily saying that Quinn Ewers would be a bad pick. What you're saying no. is that having a guy like this that you can stick out there at left tackle, let's just say, uh, and, and say, all right, you're there for, for 10 years. Guys, you know, I, I think of like uh, Tyron Smith, what the, what the Cowboys yep. did with Tyron Smith. Having yep. a guy like that um, in, uh, in Kelvin Banks kind of solidifies your, your team for the next uh, you know, decade or so, and you think that Kelvin Banks can be that kind of guy. 
I do. Yes. W- without question. I think, you know, in a, a couple of drafts um, down the road, I think he'll be shaking hands with Roger Goodell on the, uh, on the NFL draft stage. I think that highly of him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's got a long way to go still. I'm sure. But I think that he's on that kind of career trajectory, so to speak. Um, I just think that he's, He's there at left tackle. You put him there, you forget about him. If your quarterback's a right-handed quarterback, your quarterback's blind side is protected for a decade. Um, and I just think that that's hard to pass up. I, look, I, you could go Quinn easy. I mean, I think that's really the, the obvious choice. I just decided to, to just throw some mud on it and, and just go a different route. Um, and I think that if you're going to go a different route, uh, there are several ways to go. Uh, but I'm going to go with the best you know, player and the best tackle that I've seen personally in the 2022 class, and that's Banks. And I got to say, man, I would love to be able to argue with Will here and tell him Mm -hmm. that he's terribly wrong, but I was also at that Hot 100 camp, and him and I stood there together just in awe of what Mm -hmm. Banks could do. And like he said, it's one thing, and for me it's always one thing when it's you can see him on the field just mauling over people, but the one-on-one drills, it was – it was astronomic what he could do on those. Yes. He's, it wasn't even close. He's Will Wilkerson. He's the digital director of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. So find his fine work at TexasFootball.com where you can find his article uh, about why he would take Kelvin Banks out of Humble Summer Creek to start his uh, his uh, tex- his football team uh, going forward. Will, appreciate your time. Um, Thank I, you, guys. I will let you go and repair your relationship now. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye, Will. I'll need it. There you go. Bye, guys. Will Wilkerson uh, here on Hot Take Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. Uh, an interesting piece up there on TexasFootball.com. Uh, and, and, and I don't know if he's necessarily wrong. You know, I think that, I think that you know, when you think about, again, you're thinking like NFL draft because um, it's that time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think about who tends to go in the first round at the very, very top of the draft, you think fundamentally two different guys, two different types of players. You think, you think franchise tackles and you think quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um and, and yeah, I think that, and, and maybe we're kind of, I think there may be some people who look at this 2022 Texas high school football class and compare it, I think, I think you know, in a, in a posi- in, in, it's a good comparison to the NFL draft class of quarterbacks this year, right? Right. Where it's a really, really good, deep class. Yeah. I don't think they're wrong, mm-hmm. but I also think that that doesn't necessarily overshadow, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that there aren't, uh, that you, you should ignore a guy like, uh, Kelvin Banks or Cam Dewberry or, or guys like that who are big-time franchise tackles. Uh, and, and yeah, I think Cam, uh, uh, Kelvin Banks, he decommitted from Oklahoma State. It's now wide open. We don't know where he's going to go, uh, but he is a five-star on TexasFootball.com such recruiting. I think it's a decent pick. I think I think two, I'd take Quinn Ewers. I think Quinn Ewers is probably the safer pick, right. but I also think that, that's, that they can't go wrong. Kelvin. But in a perfect scenario, if you had, say, you had two first-round picks, and then this might honestly, with such a deep class, be the perfect time to capitalize on something like this because if you have a once-in-a-lifetime offensive tackle like – Kelvin Banks, mm-hmm. maybe you take that first and then know you're still going to get some sort of a superstar quarterback afterwards. It's almost like if there's any time to take someone off the beaten path a little bit, maybe now's the time to do it with just how deep the class does roll back. Most certainly. So check out Hot Take Tuesday up on TexasFootball.com from our own Will Wilkerson. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You could follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, 
college football and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. All right, Pickle. So this weekend, mm-hmm. you and I took separate cars, but we did yes. go the same place, which is you and my, you and me and Greg Powers, our recruiting analyst, yes. traveled About- to this tiny town I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. Little podunk Little, out of the way. Uh, called Lano, Texas. Mm-hmm. Down there in Lano. Uh, and we didn't go for football reasons. No, no, no. We went... Well, apparently, we set the internet on fire about this. We did. The <laughs> Texas High School Barbecue State Championships. Yes. The Texas High School Bar- Barbecue State Championships. We had heard that this was happening mm-hmm. about a month ago. Eh, well, three weeks ago. Yeah. About three weeks ago. And we said, well, we got to go. <laughs> and so we did. Uh, I don't know. What were what were your... Because I, I had almost no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your expectations going into it? So, like we kind of, when you and I were talking about it being more of a, you know, it's a passive event. It's not like a football game where Mm -hmm. you show up, there's the game, and then it's over. And I had told you my expectations for it were a lot like if you've been to a stock show, going to a stock show. You've got a lot of things going on at once, and you kind of get to pick and choose where you're going to be. And that is very similar to what it was, but it was Way bigger than I thought. It was way bigger. It was enormous. I was going into this expecting. I'll be honest. I expected there to be about twelve teams. Yeah, anywhere between ten uh, and fifteen. I was thinking. Okay. My, my, I had pegged for a dozen teams. We'd walk around, have a good time, mm-hmm. talk with some people, in and out. There were, I believe, sixty-three teams at this thing. Okay. And yeah. And before you before you think, oh, okay, well, I feel like I know what type of high schools have a barbecue team. Mm-hmm. You're wrong, okay? Yep. Um, there were tiny towns. Mm-hmm. There R- were one A. Rankin was there. They had three teams. Rankin, we'll talk about them in a moment. O'Donnell was there, a tiny town. All these T ninety little towns, and then also like Klein and Mansfield yep. and. San Antonio Madison. Madison. Yep. Right? Yeah, like, Mansfield Legacy was there. Huge. <laughs> like these huge Katie Taylor was Atascacita there. was there. There were every size of school was there. Whether you're talking about massive schools or you're talking about tiny schools. So everything from six A to one A was um was represented in this. Now, to be clear, this is not a UIL sport. Mm-mm. Okay? It's not a UIL sport. This is uh, it's run by an organization called Texas or High School Barbecue Incorporated. Mm-hmm. We'll hear from their president, uh, Chuck Schoenfeld, here in, in a moment. But you go around, and the first thing that I think was most impressive mm-hmm. was the rigs that these guys were dealing with. Okay. <laughs> this is not your 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 dad throwing the the little the little charcoal grill out there and grilling up some burgers okay this was these massive smokers that you would see at at like cooper's barbecue at like like our buddy travis heim you would see it there Mm -hmm. it was remarkable and you talk with these guys and a lot of them made their smokers Yep. We talked with the coach. Yes, there's barbecue coaches. We talked <laughs> with the coach at Rankin. Mm-hmm. Rankin is 
Uh, that was the team we heard about, and, and that was the team we heard from multiple people say that's the team to beat. That's the standard. That Rankin is the standard. Mm-hmm. Rankin is the is is the the powerhouse in Texas high school barbecue. Mm-hmm. They had three teams there: a senior team, a sophomore team, and a freshman team. I want to say. Yes. And in talking with them, they thought that all three of them could could win the whole thing, mm-hmm. the grand champion. And that's the other thing. Just to just to put this into perspective, we talked about the size of yeah. the school. Everyone competes against everyone. It yes. doesn't matter if oh, yeah. you have tw- 50 people in your high school or you are Katie Taylor with yeah. an unbelievable number. Everyone competes on the same level. Everyone competes together. It's just one competition. Mm-hmm. Girls and guys, all and, of them. And we talked with the coach at Rankin, and I said, how would you get into this? And he says, well, I'm the welding teacher. Yep. <laughs> and then we were like, let's make a smoker, and then let's make a barbecue team, and then now here we are. Mm-hmm. And so there are five categories that it's judge time, okay? Yes. And it goes throughout the day. They start cooking at like six a.m. I think you can fire up. You your, can fire up the. You fire up the pit at five. Five. You can yeah. fire it up at five. Uh, and then throughout the day, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher these these times, but it's like ten a.m., eleven thirty, one, two, and three, or something like that, or mm-hmm. noonish around there. But through the course of the day, different things are due. Mm-hmm. The first category is dessert. Now we were not there for that. No. But we saw some pictures, and these desserts looked incredible. Yeah, there was one that we were shown, and it was a whole thing of banana pudding, but they had, like, intricately designed, like, the state of Texas into the banana pudding There were people stuff. who did, like, dump cake. There were people who did, like, the pudding. There were yeah. things like that. But you could do all sorts of stuff, okay? That was the first one. The second one that's due is beans, mm-hmm. okay? Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you about this. <laughs> We we met up with the the girls from from finger licking from Klein or finger licking barbecue was something their like name. that from yeah. Klein. Um, and by the way, probably about twenty five percent girls. Yeah, probably there were. Yeah, I was I was actually I was thinking oh, this is me being a football mm-hmm. guy. Sadly, I was thinking ah oh, there will be a couple girls, girls out there. No, yeah, no, it was like really good showing. Probably a quarter of the quarter of the field was 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 girls. Mm-hmm. So we go and we talk with the the girls from Klein. And I asked them, like, what's your best dish? Mm-hmm. And they said, our beans. Like, I, hands down. No that's doubt the about one, it. That's the one that we've, we feel like we've got a great shot on. And I'm like, okay, well, beans. They let me try them. I mean this sincerely. They're the best beans I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. I, I've been doing beans wrong for my entire life, apparently. Because yes. these beans were incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, between that, so that, that comes up next. At noon, chicken was due. Yes. And, and that's where we kind of take a little bit of a detour here in our story, because one of our party, mm-hmm. one Greg Powers, got to judge it. We, that's right. <laughs> we pulled up, we mm-hmm. walk up, and we were, we were like, we're, we're looking for Chuck Schoenfeld. I want to introduce myself and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We had been in contact with him. Say, so hoping we can get an interview right. with you later. Right, right, right. We walk up, and they're basically saying, hey, we're still looking for judges, uh, for the chicken competition. So, does anybody want to judge? I mean this sincerely. I have never seen Greg Powers that happy. I have never seen, seen him no. that happy. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen any human that happy. We will. We are going to preface this, too. We're going to put together an entire compilation video. Uh, I'm in the process of yeah. doing that out. We'll air it later this week. But there is prime Powers the, in this video The joy already. on his face is uncut. And unfiltered, it is amazing. It was amazing. So he got to try the chicken. And I'll let, we'll talk with Powers tomorrow about it, and he'll tell you about the chicken. So that was due. Then, at like 1.30 or so, the ribs were due. Mm-hmm. And you and I were walking around, and we had actually timed this really well. 
Yes. That like you turn in your ribs, but then there's like I think you you only turn in X number of ribs, mm-hmm. like nine or ten. Yeah, there's like a that. whole rack of them, and they and, have to, and they'll make like two or three. Racks. Yeah, and two they they judge you as well on how you slice them up. Yeah. So it's not just the cooking of it or sure. the flavor or anything. It's how you present it as well. So it was we walked out right. And at we that tried point. three or four different kinds of ribs. I mean, yeah. guys, some of these I, I'm telling you, some of this barbecue. You could put in a restaurant tomorrow. Oh, the like it was incredible. I think we were all in a girl. There was an all girls team called the Barbecuties out From of Madison. out of James Madison down in San Antonio, and those were some of the best ribs I've. They were ever so good. Had. We tried them from there. We tried them from Van Vleck. We tried them from Rankin. We tried them from a few other places. Is, yeah. Um. It was. Inc- I mean, these ribs were incredible. We left before the main event, mm-hmm. and the main event the, at three o'clock, the briskets do. Which we saw a couple of them. We saw a couple of them. We saw them slicing it. And, I mean, what I'm te- here to tell you is these these student athletes, and I'll call them student athletes. Yeah. They are so good at barbecue. Mm-hmm. As a grown man, it is frustrating to me how good they are. <laughs> it, it's frustrating to me. Like, was. how are you this good at this? Yeah, it was amazing. And, I mean, you could see even if you think about it, like Rankin had the freshman team there. Those yeah. are theoretically probably the oldest one is usually about 14, maybe 15. So you've got anywhere from like a 13 to 15-year-old range of these kids going out there and making better barbecue than it, most than than any than, than I'll say this comfortably than anybody listening to this. Yeah. Okay? This is these guys are incredible. These these yeah. guys and gals are incredible. Um we did not stay for the awards. We weren't able to stay. Mm-mm. Um they but, did post the did finals. They? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can oh, yeah, yeah here, look them up because I still don't know who won. Uh, it was, yeah. but it was an incredible event, uh, remarkably done, and and I'm so excited about you know, and, and this is something that's like growing. It's something that's that's mm-hmm. you know, it's still it's an infancy. It's worth mentioning that like, like one of the reactions you posted something about it, mm-hmm. and one of the reactions like I didn't even know this exists. I think that's okay. Like I think yeah. that there's a lot that like it's still still pretty young i want to say this is like their third or sixth year sixth year yeah. of doing state championships but it's grown every year and it's something that's that's growing it's truly texan mm-hmm. it was well, it's an incredible event and not to give away to you know what chuck says it in the thing so i'll wait and bring yeah. that up afterwards um but yes for our final standing they had a they had two people tie for grand champion. Okay. Um, it was the Smokin' Eagle, Eagles out of Atascacita. Oh, wow. And the Bulldog FFA Barbecue out of Burnet. Good for them. Um, and then Reserve Champion. So, second place. Yes. Reserve Champion. The Barbecuties really? out of James Madison. Good for the all girl team. Good yeah. for them. I was pulling for them. And then in third place was the Pretty Pit Bosses out of Sweeney, which. Wow. I don't know if that was another all girl team or I not. Them. I saw them. I saw them walking around. Um,. It was a remarkable event mm-hmm. uh, down there in Lano, out there outside the Kirkendall Center. Um, and one of the things we did, we, we chatted with a lot of people. Pickles putting together a package. We'll probably run it on Thursday here on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the guys that we talked to is the president of the High School Barbecue Incorporated, uh, the organization that runs um, the Texas High School Barbecue State Championships and the, and the regional championships and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, Chuck Schoenfeld. Here's my conversation with Texas High School Barbecue President Chuck Schoenfeld here on Texas. So how did this start? How did the Texas High School Barbecue Championship start? About five years ago, the, one of the culinary teachers at Burner High School reached out to me. I was the president of an adult barbecue cooking association at the time, and they wanted to 
put on a, a high school competition, but they wanted to kind of mirror it around the way the adults did their competition. So I got with him, and we had our first competition at Bernard High School six years ago now. And now it seems like it's just exploded in, in popularity. It has. Uh, since then, we've uh, gone out and become a 501c. Uh, we've got incorporated and became a 501c, I guess the way we should put it. And um, before COVID, we were getting between 30 and 40 teams per regional competition, which would have put us at about 120 at state. Uh, so it has exploded. I think next year, now that we're kind of getting on the backside of the COVID-19 uh, virus, I think it's going to come back again. I suspect next year at regionals or at, at state we should have – Probably 100 to 125 teams at state. So you said you started with adult competitions or barbecue competitions. Has it does it surprise you how good these 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 students are? Because I've tried some of the stuff. It's unbelievable. Honestly, at first it did, but after being around these students for a good five and a half six years now and watching them cook, uh, they have some good mentors. A lot of them have competition cookers that are mentors. A lot of them have culinary teachers that are that are mentors. A lot of them have been around it their whole life. And uh, there's not a, a student out here that can't cook as well or better than most of the adults can. So at first it did, but not anymore. It does not. Uh, tell me about the, the scholarship aspect of this, because I understand that there's, there's you know, for, for teams that come out here and perform well, there's, there's an incentive for them. There is an incentive on our weekly uh, uh, regional competitions. A Scalfay School of Culinary Arts gives a scholarship away to the first three place teams for each student. And then here at State this weekend, we're giving away, Escoffier again is giving away scholarships to the first three place teams. And then we also at High School Barbecue are giving away about $10,000 worth of scholarships as well. It's, it's unbelievable. Okay, so now you've judged before out here as well. What's your favorite uh, to, uh, what's your favorite of the categories to judge? Ribs. Why? I love ribs. I, I like the ribs. You know, there's so many different flavor profiles. You got dry ribs, you got wet ribs, you got sweet ribs. You have just, just salt and pepper ribs, and um, I just like to, to taste the flavor profiles. And my favorite is the sweet. I like the sweet ribs. So. Okay, so uh, as the president, you make sure that you carve yourself out a judging spot, though, in the ribs, right? I carve myself out of all judging spots. <laughs> I have no choice. Okay, now finally, one other thing. One of our guys, Greg Powers, jumped in and did the judging on the chicken. I know you haven't seen how he's judged or anything like that, but um, but just, you know— how difficult is it to judge a barbecue competition? I think everybody thinks, oh, it's great, I get to eat barbecue. How difficult is it to judge a, a barbecue competition? It's actually very difficult because there's so many different flavor profiles. You may take a bite of one. It may be a sweet, salty flavor. Uh, you'll cleanse your palate with a cracker or a pickle. Take a bite of the next one. It may be uh, salty in uh, pepper, you know, salt and pepper, salt, pepper, garlic blend. The next bite may be just all, you know, salt. Who knows? Uh, it depends on your flavor profiles and what you like. But it's hard. It, what's hard for me to do when I judge is to base each tray on its own merit because you want to compare it to the one you just took a bite out of and you don't. So you got to you got to uh, judge each tray on, each, on its own merit, and you have to make a decision whether it's worthy of a one or up as high as a ten. So, But just the different flavor profiles. It's tougher than you think. It's a lot tougher than you think. I, we, I would invite people, if they get an opportunity to come judge with us, to come out and try it sometime. There he is, Chuck Schoenfeld. He's the president of Texas High School Barbecue Incorporated, uh, the organization, the uh, nonprofit organization that runs uh, the Texas High School Barbecue competitions across the state. It's uh, a remarkable event, and and mm-hmm. and you saw, you heard him say that because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. the numbers were tamped down this year. Yeah, and that next year they could have Up between 100 120 and 120 teams. Like, I mean. <laughs> 
That's unbelievable. I mean, walking around, first of all, smelled incredible. As you can oh, probably it was imagine. Oh, so great. I will say, even after, like, I showered that night, woke up the next morning, and it was like, my hair still smells like barbecue, oh. which is great. Oh, no. I had zero complaints. I, I, when I walked, when I got home, uh, my wife was like, uh, you need to throw all those clothes in the wash. Right <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, that, that, that tracks. Uh, it was an incredible event down there at the Texas High School Barbecue uh, championship, State Championships. Uh, congratulations to Burnett and... Atascacita. Atascacita, who tied for the uh, grand, the grand champion, champion uh, which the five categories they can they they take your score and all of them, and mm-hmm. the winner gets. Oh, we didn't the mention the trophies. trophies. I can't wait for y'all to see the like. I some people saw them. I think on Twitter. I want you but... to think. I want you to think about what you think barbecue trophies are. Yeah, and, and you're probably right. You'll see them. <laughs> it's great. Uh, it was it was an incredible incredible event, and we appreciate uh, Texas High School Barbecue for allowing us to crash their party and mm-hmm. and eat some of their food. And by by the way, everybody was so friendly. I was six. Like, the that's not surprising, mm-mm. but... Well, welcome to Lano, Texas, first sure. off. But the, uh, no, the hospitality by everyone who was in charge and, and yeah, just the people of Lano, it was... It was, it was, it was cool. a, it was a first class event. We, we really enjoyed going down there. We appreciate everybody for putting up with us sticking a microphone in their face. We'll have our compilation video so you can see it for yourself mm-hmm. coming up here on Thursday here on Texas Football today. Now we go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um... Well, and uh, one one question we had earlier was, speaking of golf tournaments, when is there going to be a DCTF golf tournament? That was from Aaron Arbuckle. Mm. And I would like to throw that into the mix of things that you should... I'm not going to play. I'll hang out. <laughs> I'll drink beer. Yeah. Does that work? I mean, as long as I get to go play golf, then yeah, that's fine. What, what I'd rather do is I'd rather do like a top golf competition. No, you know what we need to do, and we've said this, well... Mm. Laser tag. You're right. Oh, yeah. Cornhole. That's a legit thing that needs to happen. Cornhole tournament. Oh, can you imagine? Would y'all be down for that? Y'all want a cornhole tournament? That'd be fun. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending (laughs) a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again uh, to William Wilkerson and Chuck Schoenfeld for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. Tomorrow, the official... State Championship Barbecue Judge himself, Greg Powers, will join us (laughs) on Texas Football Today.